Oh, now. Hey, my name is Andrew Rodolio, and this is Laughing Vikings Podcast. I'm your host slash guest for tonight. And this is... I'm your co-host. I'm your co-host slash guest for tonight. And... Now introducing the one, the only, Lars Classington. Ooh, all right. I think that was better than the first one, for sure. That wasn't it. Wait, 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 wait. Ready? Yeah. Right? Definitely didn't have the air horn before. Brought to you by air horns. Laughing Vikings podcast brought to you by air horns. I like these little ones. They're very manageable. (laughs) Is that new? Whoa. All right. We might have peaked. Uh, if we just blew your air drum, uh, this podcast is brought Did to you. Did you say air drum? Air drum. Air horns. All right. And we're back. We're here with uh, Andrew Rodolio, actor extraordinaire. You might recognize him from space. I don't know if you recognize him. When, it's weird when you see someone in gravity when you're used to seeing them in zero gravity. So maybe viewers at home don't even recognize you, but uh, you are from uh, the Expanse from the Sci-Fi Network. You're also my, just my buddy in regular life, which is cool. Like it's cool to have a buddy that has spent a lot of time. In, you're the most <laughs> time in space person that I spend. Like probably w- on a weekly basis, I hang out with you, and you've been in space a lot, and that's cool to me. So <laughs> here we are. Has anyone else been in space, Lars? I don't know. For real? Mm-hmm. I think so. Everyone's been lying to us forever. I feel like when you say you're in space, people actually assume that you're you've been to Mars. You know, haven't you? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying that uh, TV is not just doc- you're not on a reality show called The Expanse about a spaceship, well, et cetera? In theory. All right, we're gonna start. Uh, this is part of the show that we like to do on camera here. Um, you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. All right. This is Andrew Rodolio. No, I'm going to start that over again. I didn't like that. I don't know. Okay, here we go. What's up, guys? This is Laughing Vikings Podcast. I'm here with Andrew Rodolio, actor from Sci-Fi's The Expanse, the spaceman Diogo, and this is Andrew Rodolio's life story in one minute. Go. Well, uh, I started as a baby in the womb. I came out of my mother's stomach, and she just adored me. Came out of her stomach. Keep going. But then I faced some hard challenges. Next thing you know, I grow up in zero G. That's right. No gravity. Next thing you know, I'm on the expanse with no gravity. Weird. Next thing you know, I'm on Lars Classington's podcast in... Gravity. That's it? That wasn't even a minute. There's a lot of <laughs> blanks left in that story. I'm going to let you do it again. I'm gonna, this is unprecedented. Andrew wrote Leo's life story in one minute. Well, one time I was bad at math, and then I got good at math, but then I was bad again, and then I was in summer school, and they said, you should get out of summer school because you're not good at math. And then I realized I wasn't good at math. So then I was left with only one option, going to going to journalism school, which I wasn't good at either. So then I decided I needed some money. So here I am. 
<laughs> that was still not even a minute. You're so sh- you're so uh, efficient at telling your life story, <laughs> and so efficient at like keeping your story your life story this mysterious. <laughs> I think I've learned uh, you don't want to. Andrew Rodolio doesn't want his his rosebud to be exposed or discovered. You want to re- remain a mystery. You're <laughs> what an are you enigma. talking about, man? <laughs> Well, you just dodged the question. I don't know anything <laughs> about you right after hearing that. I just like, is he making all that up? Were we friends? Are we going to do a third? Are we going to do a third <laughs> Andrew Rodolio's life story? How about we do three? Oh, this is unprecedented. I'm going to do three no. one minute life stories and then no listeners at home listeners at home can vote on which one is oh, the truth. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> You're listening to Laughing Vikings Podcast. I'm here with my guest uh, slash co-host slash friend, Andrew Rodolio, a.k.a. Diogo from The Expanse. You might recognize him from space. Here's his one-minute life story. I was in space. Where were you born? Say something like that. Um, I was born in the middle of a forest in uh, the middle of nowhere, Canada. That might be true. Very far out there, a place beyond the pines. Actually... I was greeted by cows and wildflowers every day, so I assumed there were forests nearby. <laughs> Keep going. We're not. There was. There's not even a minute. And uh, come was, on, man! I was, I was interrupted by the bell. So, <laughs> next thing you know, I was introduced to math class. Math class. I wasn't very good at. Here we go. Nerd alert. So next Sorry, thing, <laughs> next thing you know, after that, I'm thrust into space, unwittingly, and I'm forced to deal with it. Zero G. What are you gonna do? You gotta adapt, man. Right. Story of my life, buddy. Story of my life. What's your life? <laughs> I don't know, but it involved a lot of zero G. Okay. Next. Uh, here's the cool thing about uh, the Laughing Viking podcast is. You probably think you're just here at Laughing Viking Studio and you're going to be podcasting in the studio here with me in the laboratory around you. Look around. You can see it around. We're in the laboratory right now. Describe it in three words. I would have to say it's elegant at most. That's one. Oh, elegant at most. I like that. That's a good three-word slogan. It's confusing because it's almost a diss, but it's still good. Like It's like at its best, it's elegant. And I'll take that. At its worst? I mean, everything at its worst is shittier than at its most. No. No? At its worst? Elegant at its most. At its worst? Elegant at most. What is it at at its worst? Hairdos. Here we go. What? (laughs) There are a bunch of uh, weird... Well, pictures for one, but I would... Not a bunch. There's only two pictures in here. There's another one there. Yeah, that's two. One and two. One, two. Yeah. And I was going to say there are, Des- there are a bunch describe of... Describe them to listeners at home. What do you see there? Um, Quickly, though. They don't I have, see a doctor hard People at work. People are tuning out. People are already tuning out because they're like, I can't wait for this guy to describe Listen, what picture. I was going to say is there are wigs everywhere around here, man. What are the wigs? Like, there are crazy oh, there's, wigs. There's Does wigs anyone... and hats. This is, this is where they're being collected from shows and sketch comedy things that I've done over the years. So, I just so what's keep the green hats. pompadour for? That, that was just a St. Patrick's Day drunken thing where you buy a St. Patrick's Day green wig. Where were you? Uh, I was in the Dominican Republic at a friend's wedding. Why did people want to hear this? What do you mean? Because 
Mostly because of the air horn. Uh, all right. So we've wasted a lot of time off the top right now. If you're wondering when are they going to get to the point, the point is we're going to get to it. So we're not just in the studio here. One of the things that's great about being a guest on the Laughing Vikings podcast is we can uh, do a little bit of uh, teleporting slash time traveling. So the rest of this podcast is going to be in the place of your choosing. Just tell me where you want to be, and we're going to go there. Just don't worry about how we do it. Space. You want to go to space? I knew you were going to say that. The spaceman, Diogo from Sci-Fi's The Expanse, wants to go to space. Okay. Um, put your uh, hands like this and get ready to snap your fingers. And then say this little prayer. Um, uh, Dear Lars Classington. Dear Lars Classington. Please come around. Please come around. I want to go to space. I want to go to space. And never be found. And never be found. And do a podcast. And do a podcast. And now snap on three. Two. Well... Here we are. Look familiar? Yeah. Floaty enough for you? Are we sort of like... Right? Yeah. You're, you're so used to space, you don't even float anymore. You're used to zero G, but where I'm sort of more floaty. I feel like... Um, you know what I mean? Do something with your water that's cool so we can prove to these people that we're in space. See that? No. Space burp. Space burp. All right. You ready to start the show? I thought we started. <coughs> Next question. All right. We haven't started the show. Or have we? How are you doing? What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Yeah. Um, the next question on the podcast. No, but Which is this. No, we're going to start the podcast for real now. Okay. And uh, we always start the show with the natural topic of murder. Question is, Andrew Rodolio, if you were to murder me or another person in this room using only things in this room, how would you do it? Carpet. Explain. Well, the red carpet... Keep going. I, I would I would throw that around you. How? Just explain it. Well Okay, right now let me set the stage to everyone at home right now. The red car was underneath us. It's underneath our chairs. There's also a table and a camera and a couple of light stands on it. So what? What are you gonna do? Like a magician, you're just gonna grab that thing and it's gonna be there, or are you gonna take the time to be like, Oh, excuse me, Lars, I just need to move all these things off this carpet because i need to murder you with the carpet right now what's your how you get into the carpet well right I've, now there's none of this makes sense and i don't think you're gonna be able to murder me at all i thought we were both in on the joke so like i would ask you to politely lie down on the carpet as i had a guy roll it oh so you're assuming i'm in on the murder yeah. is that what you're saying or i'm your murder you're assuming i'm your murder buddy and we're murdering <laughs> someone together okay I didn't, I didn't think this was a real murder man what do you think? We're just fucking around asking stupid questions for no reason on a podcast, man? 
Seriously, how are you going to murder me and or another person using only things in this room? Continue. Sorry to get uh, snarky, but this isn't this ain't no game, son. <laughs> so why do you have wigs on your wall? I told I already answered that question because for sketch comedy purposes, you want to put one on? All this wig talk, buddy. Grab one. Grab one for the viewers at home. Do it. Do it. I listen, dare you. Listen, Truth listen. or dare, this is a new segment. Things are getting heated. If you're listening listen. to this episode right now, Andrew and I are friends, and this is about as feudy as friends get right I now. Think, I, think that, I think that I want to just talk to you about like You don't want to put it? Subject. Well, okay. But you keep talking about wigs, so I'm just saying. But I'm the host. You keep pointing out the wigs, so maybe put a wig on. You just want to talk about them. You ask why they're there. They're there because they've they're needed to be in sketches, and you want a wig at, at hand. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And we're back. Tell us about uh, something that you've done in your life to turn delusions into reality. Well, one time I wanted pudding. Here we go. But I didn't have pudding. Old Andrew Rodolio just doesn't know how to just answer a question and be himself. He's always got to be on. What do you mean? <laughs> this is a real pudding story? Pudding. Fine, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, dude. <laughs> go ahead. Tell your pudding story. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it. Don't think that this is a podcast where you just come on and say things and the podcast host slash co-host, me, thinks the things you're saying are truth. I'm going to question everything. I could just I could, I could, give you another story if you'd like. That's just going to accept your, the shit that's spewing out of your mouth right now. Do you want, do you want another story? Your bullshit's so, so strong. I don't even remember my question. <laughs> Real life, Andrew Rodolio, like the real Andrew Rodolio. Talk to me. We're not on a podcast. No one's listening. It's just you and me in a room with a bunch of wigs. <laughs> I need some water. And you never. I don't. I feel like you still didn't even answer the murder question. So we should listen. Uh, should we go back I, to the murder question. I, I saw that show. You gotta answer a question. You know that Otherwise Netflix I'm not show? Doing my job. Did you see um, How to Get Away with Murder? No, I saw like three episodes. Oh fuck, that's how I do it, man. But in this room, you're in this room right now. You need to murder someone, if not me, someone. How do you do it? Well, I think Keep you, going with your carpet idea. Explain it. I need to hear the rest I've of I've never this. murdered anyone. I don't, I don't know how this works, All right. Man. Well, you're, you're saying carpet, so what are you thinking? I just saw the carpet first. I, hmm. There's not really much around here that you could actually murder someone there's, with. There's light. Holes, there's mic stands. How does that work, man? I don't know. There's poles you can easily. There's lots of impaling things. These poles. Ooh. Just start impaling. That's people. harsh, man. <laughs> I can't do that. All right. Next know. question. Know what talking All right. About. Andrew doesn't want to murder anyone. That's the bottom That's line. That's weird. No one's ever said that before. This is a, no one's this ever heard that. People are usually pretty gung ho to describe how <laughs> they want to murder people when I <laughs> ask them that question. That's the reason I ask them that question. <laughs> Because people just go out to left field. How would you want to be murdered? Maybe that's a better question. Maybe you're, maybe that's that's how you roll. You don't want to murder people, but you're, you'll be murdered. 
How do you want to be murdered? <laughs> Dude, it's for real. Yep. This it is, is for real. This is so dark. I can't. That's I can't, we're going there. I can't we're in space that. talking about how we're going to be space murdered. Listen, Mike. Floating around. Listen, Diogo's in space and he literally is about to potentially die at in the worst way possible, but it, it doesn't happen. What is the worst way possible? Suffocation in your s- spacesuit. That would be pretty bad. Yeah. Just run out of air. Yeah. Or do, what, but what actually happens? You just pass out? Like you just like hyperventilate well, he gets, and you like fall asleep? Well, it's crazy, man. Like apparently his uncle just wants to go on a suicide mission. So he dumps him, Diogo, my character, into space. Just left there to die. But, but then he makes it to the second season. But not left there to die. He had a plan to come back for you or to help someone would find you. Like, I got to go do this thing for the greater good, but you'll be all right. Like, but we got to do this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, his, you'll his, be all right, man. His character is kind of Listen, like, listeners and viewers at home, Andrew here, he was last left in space. He's kind of going through a bit. Last he was seen, he was floating through space in the expanse. So... Now he's been floating through space in real life for a little while. But he's here. I think that I think that he's like You're gonna be fine. Yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy, man. Don't tell them. This is the whisper. This is the part of the show where we whisper secrets. They don't Secret. They don't wanna know, man. They don't wanna know he's crazy. Secret whisper. The character is literally lost in space, man. This is the part where He's gonna go insane. Whispers. And we're back here on the Laughing Podcast Vikings show. Laughing Vikings podcast show. Let's stop promoting and actually just have fun. Yeah, I'm trying to have fun, but you keep faking your answers to questions. Hey, Andrew Rodolio, uh, if you were a brand, what would your slogan be? A brand? If you were a brand, Andrew Rota Leo Inc., what would your slogan be? Hmm. I thought we were going to stop self-promoting. Good this start. isn't self-promoting. Yeah. This is a, a legit question. I don't this know. This is an interview question. I've never thought about it, man. Well, that's why I asked you the question. I have no idea. What Listen, do you mean? What is a brand? What do you mean, what is a brand? Name a company or any business. Pepsi, Pepsi. All right, what's your slogan? Pepsi. Your Pepsi, your delicious... Just do it. ...refreshing drink. (laughs) Your slogan's going to be just do it? Is your slogan going to be just do it or do it? Like, just do it. I don't don't know, man. Because I think just do it's taken, but your slogan could be just do it. Who's just do it taken by? Nike. (laughs) But yours could be yeah, just right. do it, you know? Like, just do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Not do just it. do it. Pop just the trunk. do it. Do it. Pop your trunk. That that reminds me of my next question is if if you were to... You're a little musical. If you were to move from acting into music and you had your own album, what would the name of your album be? Pop-Tarts. Mm. 
Nice. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Can I hear a little, uh, what's your debut track? Is your is your uh, debut track entitled what? Pop and Tarts? Um, I think it would be... It's a good question, I wanted by the to, way, right? Is that yeah, a good podcast question? I feel like some of my questions are pretty good. This is a good one. There's Honest, a lot of nonsense, honestly, because, but some of it's good. Well, the thing about this one that's good is, like, breakfast is the hardest time of day. Because you usually don't get up when breakfast happens, and you miss it. And then you ask yourself, do I eat breakfast now, or do I call it dinner? So you just eat Pop-Tarts? Well, that the moral of this story? Well, I want to eat Pop-Tarts, but I at the same time, I don't want to eat Pop-Tarts, you know? So what do you do? You've breathed, I don't know, man. You've breathed and paused the most on on of any guest on this podcast. I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> you really take your you take your sweet ass time. <laughs> you know, I ask a question, you're like, take a sip of water. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm learning from you as a podcast guest. Because who the fuck am I asking a question? Just a guy asking questions. That doesn't mean you have to answer them immediately without taking a breath. <laughs> I mean, it's not like <laughs> listeners at home are busy doing something and need to hear an immediate why would, answer. Why would anybody listen to this podcast, man? Tons of people listen to this podcast. Are you kidding me? You want to know why people do? Because people like turning delusions into reality. And that's what we're here for. What was your delusion that you most turn into reality? My entire life was a delusion and now it's reality. Being in, doing stand-up, being in television, movie, theater, film, Having a production company, having a studio, having a podcast, all of these things were just like weird magic ideas that I had that lots of people would think are ridiculous. And, and what, lots, lots of people think currently are ridiculous. Like people currently think this is all ridiculous. But here we are. Sha la la la. Once a podcast. What do you Sha-la-la-la-la. Um, what do you do other than that? That's it. You turn I mean, like before you turned delusions into realities, what did uh, what did you do? Before? Yeah. This is your question. Yeah. Are you interviewing me now? I'm the host, man. Slash I don't guest. think that's how this this isn't going down. I'm, no, I'm not going to talk about it today. I'm going to switch it back on you right now. If they made a movie about Andrew Rodolio's life, aka you, who would star in it? Assuming you were not available. Or your quote was too high, or you didn't like the script, and you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to be part of this garbage story. Mina Masood. Who is that? Andrew Rodolio. But who's the other person? Mina Masood. Oh, the guy who was recently cast for Aladdin? Yeah. You're going to have the guy who's playing Aladdin play you in your own biopic because your quote was too high and they weren't able to get you. That's awesome. And what is the name of you? Why Why him? Because I appreciate Toronto actors, and I appreciate the fact that they're that uplifting boy. Canada, you know? You're throwing him a bone. He's throwing his Canadian buddy a bone. Seriously, though. You guys haven't worked together, though, yet, have you? No, but he's about to work with one of the biggest, Will Smith, and I feel like that's huge for Canada at any level. Big you know? Willie style. Yeah. That is huge. And if... Um, he were to star in your biopic, what would the name of it be? 
Hmm. The Andrew Rotilio story starring... Mina Massey is, I think, his uh, stage name. And then it's... The name of it is... Um, Andrew's Life? I'm not sure. That's it. Andrew's Life, I'm not sure. The Andrew Rotilio story, I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. I like that. We're listening to Laughing Vikings podcast here on uh, the Internet Network, the place to listen things on the Internet. Ready? Why do you have to repeat it if it's on the Internet? Uh, I like to repeat things because then I can use it for different segments. Ah. It's like a quick little do-over. Don't you feel like the people at home... Nah, I feel like people like it. I feel like people are dumb. I feel like listeners need to hear things six times. No offense. I'm saying that to myself as well. When's the last time you heard thing one time and you were like, yep, I got it? Right now. No. You still don't get it. You don't get it, Rodaleo. You do not get it. Right. Yeah, you can moan and groan and huff and puff all you want over there. He's a brooder. You're brooding. If you were world president, what one thing would you do or law would you enact to fix slash improve the world? Civil rights. Continue. World peace. You can't just throw catchphrases out there. Tell me what you would do. You're... No, that wouldn't be the, the theme song. So it's like... New world president is Andrew Rodolio. To enact his first law, here he is on the Laughing Vikings podcast. And President Rodolio, what is your first new law starting now? Uh, hello? I just want to say that this new president is gonna have everything you need to start civil rights. Uh, that's a promise. America needs you. Wanna know what mine would be? Unlimited everything always. Free. Guaranteed. For yeah. a limited time only. Mm-hmm. Unlimited everything always guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Free. Always. For a limited time only. Always. Unlimited everything always. Free. Guaranteed. Unlimited time. For a limited time only. That's a good oh. slogan, right? Always, yeah. You want to hear a com- quick commercial? Okay. We'll commercials on the show. Yes. Laughing Vikings podcast brought to you by Rickshaw's Rickshaws. Hi, I'm Rickshaw of Rickshaw's Rickshaws. Not to be confused with Dickshaw of Dickshaw's Dicksaws, the circumcision guy. Next time you need a Rickshaw, come on down to Rickshaw's Rickshaws and buy a Rickshaw from Rickshaw because Rickshaw's Rickshaws roll smooth just like Rickshaw. Come down to Rickshaw's Rickshaws and rent a Rickshaw. Come down to Rickshaw's Rickshaws and buy a Rickshaw. Come down to Rickshaw's Rickshaws when you need a Rickshaw. 
Rickshaws, 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 rickshaws. Rickshaws, 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 rickshaws. I'm Rickshaw, the rickshaw guy. Not to be confused with the circumcision guy, Dick Shaw. That's a different guy. Yeah. That's my brother. And we're back at the Laughing Vikings mm. podcast. We're turning delusions into reality here with Andrew Rodolio, a.k.a. Diogo from space. Uh, tell us, uh, what's next? I'm really excited to hear what um, you have to say. About what? Man, I've been waiting to interview you all night. Oh I mean, I am the host. Okay, fine. All slash right. guest. All right, let's get down to it. All right. All right, Here I really want to know. What do you want to know? Toot your horn. Toot your own horn. I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, except for this horn. I only literally want to toot my own horn. I don't want to metaphorically toot my own horn. I want to hear about what's next for you. What's next for me? Um, I'll tell you real quick. I'm excited to do a ton more stand-up. I'm excited to do a ton more sketch comedy. I'm excited to do a bunch of movies. I'm excited to do a sitcom, a game show. Uh, I'm excited to do this Laughing Vikings podcast. I'm excited to have the studio and the production company. I'm looking forward to writing a feature film, writing a sitcom. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on right now. This is a shit storm. We a shit storm of fire right now. If you in a shit storm of fire, okay, all right. You still uh, want to ask me more questions? I feel like we should do another podcast, but I mean? should be the real host interviewer. What? And you're just gonna interview me? Yeah, I'd love to, man. Uh, all Come right, on. let's start it. Let's start it right now. All right, part two. Hey, my name is Andrew Rodolio, and I'm sitting here with host Laughing Vikings Studios, Lars Classington. Hey. Lars, how are you, man? I'm great. I'm really good, actually. Do you want to sit across from each other instead of sitting uh, next to each other like we are? No, man. I just want to know about you. <laughs> I feel like it'd be better. But I feel awkward because we're not looking in each other's eyes. Don't you think we should look like... Isn't that a way, better way to have a conversation? Don't yeah. you think we'll have a better conversation like that? So, um, Just shift. The camera's off, so we can just shift. Before you had... This is a whole new podcast, by the way. Do you want to do you want to turn the camera on for this one? Nope. Okay. We're just podcasting. We're okay. casting pods. By the way, I so we're not hate videotaped anymore. The name podcast. We're not on tape. We're not on tape. Okay. Nope. This is just audio only. So viewers at home, you have no idea what this is. I mean, listeners at home. Okay. So, Lars. Wait. Hang on. I gotta move my chair. Now for the real. Now that you're facing me like, face to face, I don't like this. I don't like this, by the way. I don't want. I, I didn't intend hey, to. It's your. It, it's my podcast. podcast it's, being, listen. Okay, it's, fine. You're the co-host. Yeah, I'm actually the host. Right. You're the well, co-host. Don't too. expect me to be an amicable or easy guest. Thank God. On the show. I do not want to be here. Good. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to share any Thank information God. with you, and I don't, in particular, like you at all. So, <laughs> just let's just make this quick. All right, well, that's understandable. So I'll just get to it. Get, sorry, well, I was, get, get I was, to what? I was, I was really interested uh, personally in how you became a um, 
how you became an actor slash comedian slash producer before you actually were. Well, that's easy, Andrew. I answered an ad on Kijiji. It said, so you want to be a comedian? Straight up. What was that like? I answered it and was like, yep, I'm in. And I answered the ad and showed up to the meeting and they put me on stage and then I've been doing it ever since. And what made you get to that point where you wanted to uh, perform? Well, all right, here we go. You want to hear the whole story? No, just, just answer that question. Okay, all right. Just that question? What was the question again? Like, what made you want to perform? I was always a big fan of comedy. I was yeah. a big fan of it. Saturday Night Live, Kids in the Hall, uh, In Living Color, but I mean, Mad what separates TV. you from the average comedy goer at that time? Doing it. Okay, so mean? like nothing, except that I went on stage, and most people don't. Wow, really? Pretty that's, much. That's the only thing separating. you I mean, from... I think I have some. I mean, I have a base level of talent that I was talent. That's an interesting story. How does talent actually come by? Because a lot of people actually think that talent is God given, but is it? Well, to a certain degree, it is it's nature versus nurture a little bit. Like you're you're given certain things or inclinations, or you just like certain things. A lot of times, your talents are the things that you like, so you just get more talented at that because you enjoy it. So you do mm. it more. So you just put in the time. Uh, were there ever things that you liked that you were good at, but you didn't want to pursue? Yeah, most things, man. Yeah, I am cursed with being yeah. like super uber talented in many areas. Most things that I try at, I'm like, I can be an A at, like 80 plus. Whether that's a sport or an activity or a science or And I whatever. feel like that's a lot. And I'm not just tooting my own horn here. This is, that's the truth. No, I feel like I feel like that's that's a lot the same story that I hear from creative person to creative person. So what what makes you specifically a comedian? I don't know. I I just naturally usually see weird things, and I'm in my own head a lot. I and I watch a lot. Hmm. I'm I'm not an out. There's two types of comedians I find. There's one that is like the class clown. They were always outgoing. They're always, hey, look at me. I'm like that when I'm on stage. But in normal life, I'm a, I maybe lean, I'm like ambivert, not introvert, not extrovert. But in most settings, initially, my go-to is introvert, meaning observe. I can talk to people all day long, but usually it's like get the lay of the land, people watch, watch some dynamics, soak it in. Well, it's really interesting because you hear a lot of people say that, which is they become performers in the entertainment industry but they actually started being extreme introverts was that your story too uh i wouldn't call myself an extreme introvert i was always very extroverted but more so around my family and friends so it wouldn't be around strangers so getting on stage was different for me because that's strangers but it's that was always a muscle or like a thing wanting to jump out of me around my friends and family but it just wasn't so much I hadn't done it before. I hadn't performed. Were you were you easiest performing in front of your family, friends, or complete strangers? Now, strangers now because I do it way at, more. What was the hardest at first? Um, the hardest? I honestly didn't find it hard. I was chomping at the bit to do it. Mm. So I so get back to the story. I had first. So here's you want to. I'll we'll go back. Sure. Let's go back if you're really wanting this story. Yeah. 
my starting stand-up and comedy, I didn't do that right out of school. I didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school. I ended up going to Western, University of Western Ontario to take kinesiology, which is like sports science. science That's a hard program to get into. human movement. Yeah, you got to be pretty decent. I had a, I was an A student in high school, mm. straight A's mostly. Um, and But I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was good at sports. I was good at science. Western was a good party school, so my friends were going there, so I went there. So I took that. Graduated, didn't know that I wanted to what I wanted to do next. Thought about medicine, thought about Cairo, thought about physio, thought about naturopathic medicine, thought about business, got interested in businesses, took a year off, started with a financial services company, started making good money with them. Flash forward like eight years later, I was just working in a corporate world doing well with a company that was growing and lots of growth opportunities and it was a good company, but it just wasn't like... Can I stop you there for a minute? Uh, yeah, Because honestly, you there's did. there's a lot of people who... And we'll get back to back on track in a minute, but there are a lot of people I know in the business world that feel the same way as entertainers and musicians and creative types in the entertainment industry world. So what do you think it is that links the two together? What do you mean? Well, I feel like there's a thread somewhere. I just don't know what it is. You know, Links what together? The business world and the entertainment world. I don't know. What was it that led you from one to the other? A burning desire to do something else and a burning desire knowing that I was built for something else. And I always had an inkling that that was it. I come Mm. from a musical family and a performing family, but I always chose sports and then just fell into business, which was a lot of, it was a lot of presenting and a lot of, interviewing I was a sales I ended up being a sales manager with a financial services company which was a lot of group presentations a lot of one-on-one presentations a lot of sales and selling so that was like a little showmanship but Mm -hmm. I don't know I just wanted to do it so there was something you would say in your case that was completely different from the business world that you wanted to get away from well, I so you, I certainly felt that I wasn't the same person outside. Of, I wasn't the same person in business as I was outside the person. Not, uh, I, let me say that again so we can cut it and edit it. I definitely felt I wasn't the same person in business as I was outside of business. Around my friends and family members, I wasn't the same. I was like very straight-laced in business, but then I would be the ham and goofing around with my friends. Honestly, I think a big reason... Uh, I got into comedy. This is weird, but I'm glad I got into comedy because I actually think I drink way less now that I'm in comedy, which is a weird thing because a lot of times people get into stand-up and then they just become drinkers because they're always at bars. I drink way less because when I, I was using drinking in my 20s, that was the time when I partied and went way out of my shell and way out of my box and I you're the crazy guy at the bar and you're wearing hilarious shirts and you're being a big fucking goof and you're loving it and people are loving it, but you're getting shit-faced hammered to get into that zone. And then I stumbled upon stand-up and sketch comedy and TV and film, and that's my outlet to do all that. So I don't really, like, I'll get drunk to party with my friends once in a while, but I don't need it ever as, like my escapism because my escapism is every night on stage and every day in front of a camera so it actually worked out really well for me yeah a lot of people think that the stage is actually either a placement for many for you know the escapism that they're looking for or just the thing itself you know it's this big 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 way for them to 
to have this outlet from their life. But a lot of them actually are that person off stage, but you're not. Yeah. I mean, who's nobody? I don't think anyone is the exact same person off stage. How can you be? You don't think Jim Carrey's the same guy off and on stage? No, he's definitely not. No? No. Ooh. Really? No. I mean, maybe now he's closer. He's closer now because he's like way more grounded and he doesn't play out there stuff. But how can you be? You're playing a character. You're not the same person. I don't know, man. A lot of people don't play characters and a lot of people don't even know that people are playing characters. It's tough. Oh, we're getting so meta. Stop trying to blow my mind right now, Andrew Rodolio. I'm just trying to learn about what you did. Next question. What do I do? I don't know so what I do. So this business that you started based around having your own studio to produce your own content, is that because you couldn't find work around the city or because you were getting so much of it, but it just wasn't fulfilling to you, so you wanted to start your own? Neither. It was because I need a space to do my own things regardless of whether I'm getting outside gigs or not so that I can be constantly creating my own content, constantly putting my own stuff out there, and doing that to feed into that system of auditions and and things. Like I need to do self-tape auditions, so I need a space to do it. But then I had the green screen and uh, podcasting and all that shit. Yeah, you've got everything I, here that you need, basically. Right, basically, my philosophy slash approach is 50% of my time is spent, maybe min- at, at best, 50% of my time is spent in what I'll call the current state of the industry, meaning my agent submits me to casting directors, submits me to productions for TV, film, and commercials. Yeah, And then 50% of my time is doing my own things, producing my own things, whether that's web series or Instagram videos or Snapchat videos or a podcast or my own sitcom or my own game show or my own whatever the fuck I want. But I don't, if, if you're only, if you're an actor and you're only waiting for auditions from your agent, I feel like you're just waiting for somebody to give you a handout instead of making your own shit happen. And in a way that's, um, that's honorable and there are many people who want to just get in front of a camera or a mic and just do their own thing but they don't do it but right. it's so easy to do it look it's at what you've got set up here it's right? ever been like you don't you don't need any of what i have here i mean i have backdrops and mics and cameras and lights but honestly you just need your arm yeah. and your thumb and your smartphone yeah. and a little bit of talent of course not even necessarily I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do. You don't really need. Why do you, you don't well, need? If you're just if you're just super interested in a sport or a hobby or a subject or a TV show or whatever, then you can just talk about. What it. about the um, those two dudes? I think is what they're called. They're online. They're doing videos on Facebook, YouTube, all the social media every single day. Oh, my buddies, whole... the pun guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Shaba and Jesse. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Nani. John the... Nani and Dan Shaba. A whole career out of that. Well, it's not their whole career. They do tons of other stuff, but that pop for them on social media. Yeah, it's amazing. They just make their own shit, and they have brand deals with companies. and So they're fully in control of everything they do creatively all day, every day. I mean, pretty much. I don't know about fully because they're signing. They are doing brand deals where they're working with companies and businesses, so they have to be, like, kosher. Like, they can't yeah. just sign a thing. Oh, we're going to do a 
video at your store, but they're dropping f bombs. Like they're not. Yeah. I wouldn't say full control, but they have they have control. They're is making that, their own money versus waiting for their in, inbox for an email or. So in a way, is that the dream? For me, um, for me, the dream is to spend the bulk of my time creating, whether that's on stage or in front of a camera or on microphones in a podcast, creating fun stuff, mostly fun stuff, sometimes dramatic stuff or like heavy stuff. That's, that's all right, but mostly doing fun stuff and building things long term whether it's a show or a network or other people's careers obviously you know from coming here that i like uh helping people out with their projects and collaborating with people and i do like producing other projects so in a way you uh started at a relatively young age realizing the business world wasn't for you and you moved in to your sector and you went at full force and a few years later here you are doing commercials tv film now you've got your own studio starting a podcast that life laughing vikings podcast you've got guys coming in here every day to work out their creativity what's next for you where do you see yourself in five years first of all uh you've said something that i business world wasn't for me i wouldn't say that i just felt that my skills i wasn't in my niche or my pocket like i i've always been interested in businesses from like probably late late around university late high school university like it something about it fascinated me so i've always like internet businesses and marketing i've always been like i don't know it's not it's definitely not my strength but i've been interested in it so uh, that's always been there I just in that case I felt like I should be doing something creative but I'm interested in the business around that mm. so then moving on to answer the question what's next um didn't we answer this one I feel like I answered this question already but um short term I mean I want to keep building this uh studio here in Toronto Hollywood North I'm a big fan of people remaining in Toronto. I, I don't feel the old cliche of you having to leave Canada to go to LA or New York is applicable these days with the internet. You can make shit happen wherever you are. And so I want to do that here in Toronto, but I also like LA and New York. So I want to have Laughing Viking Studios there and productions there. And can, we, sure. can we get into... Um U.S. versus Canadian acting for a minute here? Uh-huh. Okay, because it. this is the age-old dilemma, whether to move to the States or stay Canadian-based. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Where do you want to be? That's the end of the discussion. Where do you want to be? I love Canada, and I love Toronto as a city. I think it's a world-class city. I think it's one of the best cities in the world. My family and my friends are here, and I've my career started here, so I'll always love it, and I would like to remain here a lot because this is my home. But I also really like L.A., and I know that there's a lot of things happening there as well. I'm just not one of those people who is like, oh, I'm going to pack all my stuff up and go see if I can make it happen. I'm, I go to L.A. when I have a project and a reason to be there, and, and I work there, and I really like the beach too, So I, and I like the comedy store and the Hollywood improv and laugh factory. So for me, a lot of LA is also to be there to do stand up at, at world famous iconic places where when you're on stage, you feel like you're like where comedy gods have stepped and same, same thing with acting too. It's like the Mecca of 
show do you business. feel like there's a difference, a major difference, performing in one country or the other? Not performing, because I think people are people. It's the same. I performed there, and it was it was very demystifying for me because it was like, oh, these are just audiences. Yeah, maybe there's some famous people in the audiences, but it's still a cross section, and it's still an audience, and people, a group of people will laugh or they won't, based on what's going on in front of them. So, it was, honestly, yeah, a lot of people say that that uh, Toronto, U.S., Canada. <laughs> I don't know, New York, L.A., these cities, these countries, they're all really, at the end of the day, they're all they're all talented. They're all producing their own talent. They're all producing their own uh, movies, TV, podcasts, video. Whatever is coming out, both those cities are contestants. So I feel like, at the end of the day, it's where the talent lies, right? These days, especially, because you turn on your camera and you can be anywhere in the world. So you could be like literally be in a cave as long as you have wi-fi you don't ever have to step foot in any of these cities you don't need a production company you technically probably don't need an agent you technically don't need a manager you just need to turn on your camera and build a fan base and connect with them and build relationships and once you have a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand or a million people if you need to figure out how to monetize that whether it's through sponsorships or ticket sales or live events or t-shirt sales or whatever you can figure it out we should definitely talk about the business of it in the next podcast but for now i just want to know how do you know when you're a guy who's a dreamer but you don't have the talent versus a guy who actually does as a have the talent um that's a good question honestly i don't think it matters Except the less talented you are, the more delusional you need to be slash the harder you need to work. Mm. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's some people who are just like Adele. The more she sang, the more people listen to her. Somebody's going to figure out she's got the fucking voice of an angel or a god and she's just going to pop. People who are maybe a little rough around the edges, they got to crank out more and more and more they got to do more content they got to be better at making connections and networking they got to put out more songs they maybe got to take more lessons so i think that's it yeah man networking lessons not being delusional with yourself or being hardcore with your delusions well, I always use a joke with a buddy of mine jeff leeson who's a comedian you know him you've met him a bunch of times we always used to hang out we're like we're we have delusions, but we believe our delusions so much that our delusions come true. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's, that's part of the difference. Like there's two delusional people and the one who just like is delusional, but not enough to follow through with action. Then their delusions just remain delusions. Wow. If someone's super delusional but follows it up with some action, then all of a sudden their delusions come true and they're not delusional anymore. Even though in the beginning, at the same time, they were. So really, it sounds like sense? yeah, it sounds like at the end of the day, things, right? It sounds really yes, man. It, I kind of feel like I am once in a while. It's right? it's not even delusional. It's literally the truth. It sounds like to me. In reality, the only thing that separates a person working from a person who's not working is the person who believes he should be working. Pretty much. And wow. then follows it up with action. I mean, you can't just believe it. Obviously, you got to do I think things. that's what Jim Carrey said. Someone asked him. He's like, wait, didn't you follow the law of attraction, put $10 million yeah, into yeah. your wall? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah but you also, argue. then yeah, you have yeah. to 
do something. That's right. literally what he said. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, you can, then you can't just go eat a sandwich or something. Yeah, like yeah. Right? You got to wow. follow through. That's that's a whole other podcast because that's great. Like how deep this can go, you know? And It's not really that deep when you think about it. It's just kind of basic. Hmm. Like whatever you want to do, you need to think about it. You need to kind of have a plan and then you just need to fucking spend a bunch of time doing the things Right? I it's think not, so. I, there's I not don't a know. thing in your life that you want to do right now that you don't know how to do, probably. Yeah, I think. It's just that you're not doing the things you know you should be doing. Wow. Right? Isn't it? Damn. What's something on your personal list that you've thought about doing for like a year or two years or five years or three years or seven years or like mm. every day you're kind of like, there's something. Yeah. You were your own life coach. What are you not doing right now that you should be doing that you think about all the time? That's one of those things I have to just sit down and think about. You like, know it right now, though. I know you do. It's not popping up in you the mind. You for sure do. What's the one thing that you're not doing right now that you have thought about that you should be doing? Um, man, I, I want to work out more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 You want to go? Let's do it then. Let's start working out. Yeah, we can start playing some sports. Cool. I have something. a new gym I'm in place. We'll play tennis. I got a new gym too. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We should enter a contest Dude, or something. Thank you so much for answering my questions and yeah, finally buddy. being on my podcast at your yeah, place yeah, at yeah, LaughingVikingStudios.com. Yeah. This has great. Yeah, you've you've listened to Laughing Vikings podcast with guest uh, slash co-host Andrew Rodolio. Thanks for being we, here. We uh, covered a lot of ground today, and uh, who knows what we're gonna do tomorrow? Happy to be here. It's been great. See you later, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Oh, oh, great. We didn't get any of that. What? We weren't recording for any of that. You fucker. Yeah, right. Don't no, fuck with me. No, we were not rolling for You're any lying. of that. You're lying. You're just trying to no, get I this wish on I was the lying. laughing Vikings podcast. I wish I was lying. You fucker.